0: Before we get started, everyone, uh, I'd like to share a few words uh, about uh, about our sponsor for the show, uh, uh, Signature Systems. So if you're looking for a POS partner that offers all in-house services, including development and 24-7, 365 live domestic support, look no further than Signature Systems Incorporated, home of SSI POS, the top rated casino point of sale system with all integrations, Comprehensive menu management, no hardware lock-in, and an array of solutions that include guest-empowered kiosks, signature systems, the winner of the Innovation Award, and the 2022 Gaming and Hospitality Industry Awards. It's one of our one-stop, uh, one-stop shop for technology innovation. Learn more at ssipos.com. And uh, on a personal note, if you know Mike Nardi and those guys, give them a call if you're actually looking for a POS system, because I can tell you they're great guys and a great bunch of folks to talk to. Without uh, any further ado, let's. Uh, my name is John Cash Philippi. I'm the host for uh, GNL's Voice Show, and my guest right now is Joe Alvarado with Vertis Systems. And Joe, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce
1: yourself? Sure, John. Thank you. My name is Joe Alvarado. I'm the Vice President of Business Development for Verti Systems.
0: Great, and let's uh, you know uh, talk a little bit more about. Um, how you got into that position, how you grew into it, and uh you know where you're going from there.
1: Ah, how far back do you want me to go, John?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you start at birth if you'd like, uh, but I think you get boring after a while. Well,
1: actually, maybe not. <laughs> so, so it, it interesting story how I got how I got to where I'm at today. Um, really quick, and I know we've talked about this when i was when I was still in the in the Marines, you know, this was a very, very long time ago. Someone approached me with some company that's a multi-level marketing company, and I took a stab at it, thought, hey, this is awesome. would' love to do this, so forth, and so on, until I got to the presentation piece. when I got to the presentation piece of this whole thing, I don't know if you remember Cindy Brady on the game show, uh in that one episode where she just kind of froze up. Oh yeah. I, I, I froze up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the start of me. That was a false start. How about that? A false start in what I do today. And it it came full circle for me probably a few years later when I got out of the military, when I answered a paper advertisement, if you can imagine that where someone was looking for an account manager. I had no idea what that meant. All I knew was that I needed to get to work and uh, I wanted to definitely do that. So I jumped into account management, which at that time was a sales role. I had no idea what I was doing. though I was trainable, flexible, adaptable from my military experience and I had a good record. And so they decided to hire me. And so that was the very beginning Fast forward, uh, when I got into technology, which is why I'm here. Uh, this was probably you know almost ten years later. I got in technology here in Las Vegas. Um, started at Robert uh, Robert Half uh, uh, Information Technology. I think was the name of it at the time. It was RHI Consulting, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. that was a very interesting uh, organization to work with. And uh, one thing I learned though was. At that time, they were very, very, uh, very good at what they do and uh, no one knew who they were. So it wasn't like it wasn't like they had a bad reputation or anything like that. I just had an opportunity to just make calls to people, introduce myself and to help other people. Now, this was kind of the the foundation of why I ended up in a role like this was. I first started before I went to the military, I went to school to be a doctor. And, um, what happened was it, it, um, when I got out of the military, I just didn't have time or money to go be a doctor. And when I really came down to, to being in a role of a revenue generating role, it became apparent to me that, um, the world doesn't go around without people talking to people and people helping other people. And so What I ended up doing was taking the job because I I kind of equated it to uh, being a doctor and helping others, understanding the problem, and coming up with solutions for them. And uh, in essence, that's what really carried me through all the way to today where I'm at, which is a, a technology company focused on software development and data solutions. And I think one of the things I do very well, and I train very well to do with others, is really understand the problem. I would call it, uh, you know, there are books on this, I would call it diagnostic selling. (laughs) And it's really just understanding what is going on and what are the problem areas and how can I help you? And once I identify those, I can help others. Verdi system uh, came to me uh, probably I I had just started my own company at the time, this is 2018, and they wanted to hire me. And at that time, I wasn't ready, Uh, took a good year for me to decide to come, and I decided to join. And the whole purpose was the win-win attitude that the CEO displayed to me uh, in caring for others. It really matched up the core of who I am. That means so much to people. I mean that whole uh
0: that whole attitude during the interview is is great. I know that we've talked before and we have very similar backgrounds in the sense, both military, both did some multi-level work. Um the one thing I know I grabbed from it and we talked about that was the the ability to, you know, that that habit forming uh reading uh program that you always get involved in, you know, to read every day, read something, get going there. But you know, Tell me a little more about something like uh tell me more about your passions what what, what are you passionate about
1: Well my passions change <laughs> yeah. I would love to tell you it's golf uh, used to be fishing however uh what I'm passionate today I'm I'm on I'm actually more recently on a spiritual journey uh you know and so I am what what started out as just a realization and awareness of self, this was probably uh 10 years ago. And and I was I thought I was doing really well at helping others. What I didn't understand is that I probably had a, a what about me type attitude about it. And it kind of played out uh for me personally. And uh and when when my wife and I were thinking about what are we doing. Uh, with each other, is it right? Uh, I decided that I was gonna go take a look at myself because uh, I had been here before <laughs> not to expose too information not too much information. I'd been here before and i, I I'm like, I, I don't want to fail again. So uh, I decided to look at myself. What can I do differently? And so what happened was I got involved in uh in some um and some leadership training, which essentially exposed to me that, Wow. Uh, there. Although I want to be successful, and although I can relate to people, what I'm really missing is the awareness of self in a relationship, and how can I help other people um, with whatever they need, and how can I care about them even more? And I, I thought I was doing that, and it was apparent to me just in, uh, just in my own personal relationships which I think people will will understand that whatever they do in one place, they do in another. <laughs> and what what I didn't realize is that I kind of compartmentalized my life. So this became a journey for me to, uh, to just really care more about others, even more than I did before. And what happened was really over the last few years, I got deeply involved uh, in my church, deeply involved with other men, uh, and so I really dug into, um, you know, my spirituality and I found that, uh, all the years of helping other people, all the years of, of, uh, wanting to help people solve problems, um, came down to, came down to one thing. And that was leading other people to be better versions of themselves. And so I, um, in a spiritual component, uh, without getting too too uh, too spiritual here. I, I began a journey of just understanding, how can I lead others to a path where they can be better versus themselves, both in a secular fashion and a spiritual fashion. Um, and so, uh, that's worked out very well. It continues to grow and I can see the impacts of others. Um, and people give great feedback. So, uh, so personally speaking, uh, not only am I always working professionally to be better, I'm also working personally better all the time, and helping others do the same. Great. Well, you know, the great
0: thing about uh, leadership and uh, and growth is it's never one size fits all. But there's always one little thing I think that I think that executives share. You know, we we all do something the same. Um, you know, or we all have some kind of passion that's similar and I'm really kind of interested in trying to find out what the secret sauce is to the uh, to where you've gotten because you you've grown quite a bit from uh from you know, just being an account manager all the way to uh, being a VP of a of a major company. So there is, you know, what would you say to any, you know a budding executive who's out there listening to this podcast and saying hey you know boy I wish I was Joe you know
1: well it all depends it all depends uh if they have an awareness of self first of all <laughs> cuz i think that's so important and they if they don't have an awareness of self uh, i would highly recommend them to get some training to get awareness of self because People closest to, to people cannot really tell them, hey, you've got to fix this or you got to change this. Um, the only way you get aware of yourself is collaborating or working on it on our own. Uh, and books sometimes are a little slow. <laughs> it all depends on how we read. And uh, I picked up many books. I'll tell you one great book that I had on a shelf for the longest time and I told people I read and I didn't really read. And the only reason why I told him I read it is because I read a couple chapters, which is how I used to read, by the way. <laughs> and I knew the whole book, right? Or I read the back, right? Yeah. So, and I knew the whole book, and it would go on a shelf, and I'd get to it at some point. Um, it was it was it was Napoleon Hill's uh, book on um, Think and Grow Rich, and so Think and Grow Rich is really a, a leadership success book that. I shelved for a long time and I did, really didn't understand you know the what what what's inside of that thing. you oh, you have it on your shelf there. I was <laughs> looking
0: to see I, I I might have actually had that one on it. I have a bunch at home as well, so it's kind of funny episode. I wonder if I have that one back there. <laughs> well
1: the, the amazing thing that he did was um, he spent 25 years at that time uh, basically interviewing the most successful people in the world. And he took down, out of that 25 years, he created a, a number of principles for people to follow. And uh, he put into a book. And from that, there were trainings made. And if you look at all the trainings today on leadership uh, that people pay for, a lot of it's based on a lot of these principles that he came up with almost 100 years ago. <laughs> so the, the, the thing is, awareness of self is the first baseline I I look at people with to say, where are you and where do you want to go? Right? There's a point A, there's a point B. And if you want to get to point B, uh, then I can understand how to, I, I can help you a little bit or suggest to you or make some suggestions around what you can do. And what I've done over the years is not only have I continued to train myself through, through different seminars, I've continued to read a lot and i've also uh, continued to plug myself into collaboration with others because when you're seeking leadership or you're in leadership it can be a challenge there's only so many people you can talk to about how to do something (laughs) (laughs) and so you have to have others that you know have been there done that or that are figuring out the same thing um so getting involved in different groups where you can actually uh collaborate with others is so important and I've, i've done this both on a personal level and a professional level um, so that I can continue to grow. There's a lot of other people who have more experience or different perspectives. They've arrived to maybe the same level, though they've done it differently. Um, And so they have different tools, right. That I'm just not aware of. And so I'm constantly seeking out tools and, and learnings. And I would say that there are some traits, you know, that are, that are important here. Do you want me to mention some traits that are important? Sure, go right ahead. (laughs) So so I I think that being vulnerable, right, is is a big one. Most folks, I think, that get to some leadership role didn't get there because they're vulnerable. You know, they, along the way, were striving to be the best at whatever they can be. And if they didn't learn to be vulnerable, they might have, you know, uh, broke some dishes along the way in the China cabinet. Who knows, right? So... um, being vulnerable is so important. If I had known this early on in my life, uh, would have been, would have been, um, a lot better off. Although I'm, I'm glad I learned it in, in my forties. The other one is, is certainly being approachable, right? Uh, being approachable. And I think I've always been a good team player being a Marine. I had to be, I had to be, uh, uh a team player all the time. And so, uh, I was always, always approachable. Um, however, it's a, it's a, a matter of whether or not I consider your opinion. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I have an opinion and mine may be right. Yours may not be right. And it's it's being aware of is that, you know, and being open to other ideas. So uh, that's that's something else uh, to think about. Always being willing to help others and help others grow. This is something that, uh, that I think is so important uh, for people, you know, to understand is that we don't get to that level of success without other people. And for us, uh, for us, we have to really uh, help others to want to work with us. And we, we have to demonstrate some kind of uh, leadership of self, some kind of collaboration of self, some kind of genuine care for others. Right. And uh, in that care. Uh, I'm going to give you two simple things I think that are important. One is being fully present with everyone we're talking to. Because these days we can totally be not fully present. We can have the phone ringing. We could have emails coming in, messages coming in, whatever the case may be. I cannot tell you how many times, Jen, I've been in someone's office like yours, where they're busy. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't really carve out the time, right? They, they, they They've got people coming in to interrupt them. They've got whatever going on, and so um, that usually plays out. For someone, if they're doing it with me, they're probably doing it with someone else. And so I think what's important for people to understand is being fully present with others is kind of like a baseline of communication. You know, just if I'm in a busy bar, you know, I'm not looking around. (laughs) You know, I'm being fully present in the moment, listening to you. And the second point is uh, we have two ears and a mouth for a reason. (laughs) This one comes true all the time. And I hear it all the time from people who are good at this. And that is listen, listen, slow to speak, uh, uh, slow to, slow to anger. Uh, um, um, quick to listen, I think is the, is the way it goes. I, I, I'm having a little bit of a blank here. However, at the end of the day, listening to people is so important because people want to be heard. And so I think whether it's someone that works for us, or whether it's someone that we're working with, or someone that we want to work with, right? It's just really important to listen to them uh, and to ask questions um, to get to some level of understanding with each other before we can move forward in whatever relationship it is. So uh, I think those are some of the most important things. I've got I've got some other notes, however, I think I've covered um, some key ones that people may not think about.
0: No, and that's great. I mean, I was actually having this conversation with Jeannie not too long ago because I was reading, um, I I, I reread The Servant probably, you know, every couple of years, which is all about servant leadership. And uh, one of the main points it talks about is exactly what you're talking about, being present with somebody and not pre-thinking an answer when you're talking to somebody, because everybody got that going on, you know, how hard that is for all of us to do. So it's a, it it is a challenge for me who, who constantly trying to come up with the the next step because I'm moving faster and faster and faster, you know, so um, I understand that completely. So I guess I, my next question or my last question would be why vertices systems? I mean, you, you've got, a a talent and a skill set that fits into everywhere. You've got the leadership background, you've got all the tools in your toolbox, so to speak. Why do you apply that towards the company you're at now at Vertisystem?
1: That's a good question. You know, when I came here, I could see an opportunity to make an impact. The company at that time was uh, probably a $20 million company, you know, and we're about a $40 million company now. And the the whole reason for coming here uh, was not just the CEO, though what the opportunity overall was. And the overall opportunity was assuring me that we can deliver. And I don't like coming to you know, executive IT leadership or business leadership and saying I can, and then I'm not able to. (laughs) I don't like doing that. And so uh, that's really important. And it's the same as when I used to work for a technology company selling a product, the same thing. It's like the product's gotta work, you know? And I can tell you that uh, 20, uh, 20 years ago, I think, I worked for a company in the data warehousing space inside gaming. And they created some really great pro- products at the time. The The biggest thing was, um, at that time, was Teradata. Teradata was the biggest data warehouse tool at the time. Though it was, you know, cost Terras millions to put together. The, there are books written on loyalty, you know, and, and they wrote a book on loyalty, I remember. And there's this there's this fine lady that you know named Claudia Winkler who gave me who gave me casino 101 and kind of from a marketing perspective, what is important around data reporting software. And this is my first time, my first time really getting into solutions. We're talking 20 years ago when I when I took a look at it and I um, what I what I liked about it was the fact that again, I'm solving problems. However, the company hadn't landed on a real product yet and i knew i knew something was coming some very smart people there at the time and uh um, the market was wide open it was so new i would call people to talk about uh data warehousing in the very beginning or a promotion system and everyone's like i've got a promotion system inside my slot system or inside my my cms i've got I've got uh, a, a person building reports for me you know <laughs> so you know it's like okay. however, I had to change my my mindset around how I'm approaching people and really understand where they're coming from and I I uh, it it, it, um, it was when I when I understood from Claudia like the marketing person what they've got to do each day to drive revenue and at that time there was different ways of doing things compared to today. At that time, they had certain things they needed to do to get people to come into the casino or to get people to do something. And they worked off of data, you know? And it was difficult uh, sometimes to put all the data together. There was a lot of people putting data together or there might be some master spreadsheet person, you know, building that out. And we had a solution for this. Like, hey, what if you could actually get a report delivered to you next day in the morning time, you know, that gives you all the data you're looking for. And as a user, you could actually just drag and drop some information and pull out what you want, like really quick versus taking a day or two, or sometimes 30 days as one casino organization took to put their daily operating report together. (laughs) Mm So, so um, when I, when I found out that there's a solution for Mm -hmm. this, I thought, Oh my gosh, this is, this is amazing. So I got very good at having these conversations now. When I, when I left there, the only reason I left there, uh, cause it was all gaming at the time was because I got custody of my children. And so I got back into, um, um, staffing and local things in the, in the Vegas market. And the year later, um, this organization called on me named Comsys. And the reason why I went to Comsys at that time soon later, bought by manpower was because Compsys had uh, two, two, cap- two, two capabilities that I was interested in. One was um, coming to an IT director and saying and saying, I can I can help at the end of the day for you to deliver a solution, you need people, right? You may not have them. You may get them from a partner who has them. You may get that from a product you know that could be a risk uh, upfront. Um, And it could be a long-term risk, who knows? Uh, Or you may uh, need people short-term. And I was familiar with the short-term consulting. And so they offered the short-term consulting and a recruitment uh, model. And they also offered solutions where uh, there could be an in-source, an outsource, or some kind of augmented model where you're bringing a managed service in, you know, for a, a leader. And ultimately to help someone like yourself deliver something to the business, you know, uh, on the timeline that you commit to, or give you assurance you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I liked that. That was, I was there for a very long time um, because I was having fun doing that. And, and what I found was that um, all, more often than not, if I could help a, a uh, IT leader deliver a solution to the business, that was measurable amount of time and a measurable amount of cost um, that they had success, the business had success, then we had success. And that was fulfilling for me. And uh, I'll skip, I'll skip some, some short-term things I did in between, but when I came here, there was an opportunity to build that same model. And so um, I came here because I really like the model of coming to someone like yourself And, you know, because ultimately you got work to do and sometimes you don't want to hire someone. You just need to consult them for a period of time (laughs) or that whole (laughs) busy thing. Yeah. (laughs) Or you need some expertise or you need a consulting partner. Right. And that was, you know, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy coming to either someone like yourself. If there's not a strong IT leader in place, then maybe it's the marketing leader. Right. Or the finance leader. Right. That needs still that that result that they need, whether it's some kind of reporting system, data system, uh, software application, mobile application, web application, you know, whatever that is, um, you know, they, they can get that and be able to not only uh, deliver for their customers, drive revenue, save money, whatever the priorities are. And so for that, I, uh, I'm i here and uh, I enjoy helping companies be successful.
0: That's great, Joe. Well, Thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, we've been speaking with Joe Alvarez from uh, Verda Systems. And if you need him, definitely give him a call because it sounds like he's willing to help. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that, John.
0: Thank you. It's Thank you for tuning in to uh, Gaming Leisure's Voice. I'm John Cash-Philippe, and I'll talk
1: to you next time. Take care. Take care.